The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Yes. Welcome, moms. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we do encourage moms. We focus on your amazing value as a mother in this world because so often the world overlooks it. All right, I'm a little excited. This is going to be a cool show, partly because our guest today was a very big deal on television back in the 80s. Actually, he's still a big deal today. Actor Kirk Cameron is in the Channel Mom house today to talk about his new movie, The Homeschool Awakening. You know, I read a quote recently that said that homeschool is racist and it's a plot by evangelicals to kill the public schools. And uh, I I have a feeling that as the executive producer of this film and the father of homeschooled kids himself, Kirk Cameron has some surprising answers to those stereotypes and accusations all about homeschooling. So stick around. This is going to be fun. Kirk Cameron coming up in just one minute on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. Looking for your next adventure? Camp Idrahaji is now hiring. If you haven't already heard, Idrahaji is one of Colorado's largest Christian camps, and they're growing their summer staff. Why not experience the great outdoors and wake up each day excited and ready to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Join them to lead and impact hundreds of campers as they experience Jesus in the beauty of Colorado's great outdoors. High school, college, and young adults, they're accepting applications today at idrahaji.org. That's I-D-R-A-H-A-J-E.org. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back. So glad to have you on board today. Uh, My little market shout out to the folks who join us from around the country in Oklahoma, Omaha, and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, Arkansas, and now in Springfield, Illinois, as well as Idaho, and right here in Denver for many years. We're so grateful for our Denver listeners. And welcome to our podcast listeners. Uh, We are so grateful for you as well. Be sure to follow us on uh, via podcast on Spotify, Audible, Apple, Google Podcasts, Podbean, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All right. Quick little announcement before I get to our esteemed guest. Uh, I do have a new book out. It's all about the secrets, the best secrets of motherhood and uh, encouraging you and the importance of your role as mom. It's called Mom, You're Amazing. You can find it at momyouramazing.com. You can also find it on Amazon. 
Um, and I'm seeing that my producer, is everything okay over there? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so so please go look it up. And then very quickly, let me tell you, we're having a big fundraiser where you can race a car down the Bandemir quarter mile while helping and benefiting mothers and children with your funds. Uh, so email us at info at channelmom.org if you'd like to be part of that fundraiser and race at Bandemir. All right, here's the deal. I don't like to fawn too much over fame and fortune because really the most important person is Jesus, is God. So we don't want to make too much of a big deal over fame and fortune. But our guest today, he's got a famous face and a famous name. I'm going to hold up his picture for our YouTube audience. Uh, He has starred in movies like Left Behind and Fireproof and also as Mike Seaver in the 1980s sitcom Growing Pains. But our guest today recently added a notch to his resume as the executive producer of a new documentary called The Homeschool Awakening. But before I bring him on, I just, I with, you know, a Apologies to him. I couldn't resist playing that old, familiar Growing Pains theme song as our show setup soundbite. <laughs> Do you forgive me, Kirk Cameron, for playing that? Oh, oh man! You know what? Um, Having the honor of, of being Mike Seaver all those years is something I'm so thankful for. So I love that song. Okay, do you really? Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bit schmaltzy. It's a bit corny. But it, 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 it is, but you know, it, it, if it weren't for that song and that show, you and I wouldn't be talking right that, now. I right. probably wouldn't have met my wife. The best things that happened uh, all happened in the context of growing pain. So I'm super grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to Channel Mom. And I, I do want to say this. It, it is an honor to have you on the show. But I got to say, maybe the most important thing, um, you know, more so than your acting and your producing is your role as husband and dad. You and your wife, Chelsea, you met on the set of Growing Pains, as you just said, and you've been married for 30 years and you've got six kids. So congratulations on that. Well, thank you. And I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful for your story and the, the aha moment that you had. What you just said is so true. Uh, is there anything really that's more important than um, putting your family first and uh, honoring the gift that God's given when he gave us kids? Yeah. Uh, when we put other things before that, uh, we, we've got our priorities a little backwards, and, uh, and, then we, and we suffer for it, not only in our family, but as a nation. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really grateful that, that you're, you're stacking things in the order that they need to be stacked. Yeah, well, all by God's grace. He's the one that led me in that direction. So thank you for saying so. Um, all right, so so I think that, that family and, and actually the last soundbite in your movie made me cry because it references that, that homeschooling is putting family first. So, so let's get to the movie. I'm going to ask you mostly, you know, questions that have to do with the, with, you know, how wonderful it is, but I might ask you a tough question or two. Um, tell us, uh, you know, it, I know it's coming out. I'm going to let you promote where it's going to be and when it's going to be and, and, and how people need to get to the theater on, on two specific dates. But um, let me set you up and then you can talk specifically uh, about the movie. Here's a little clip, a little uh, clip yep. from the trailer. I always viewed homeschooling as somewhat of a cult. Quiet, reclusive. The different people. Abnormal in some way. I could never picture myself doing it. Oh no, those are weird. I'm not doing that. That was before we had kids. And then we had kids and... All of a sudden, time for school. And is this really what I should be doing? Dropping them off somewhere else. 
And the teacher said to me, he would not cheat off of you because you are too stupid for him to cheat off of you. My kid is not going to have that experience. We didn't have to be a special needs teacher. We only had to be a, a teacher of our daughter. The kingdom of heaven is qualifying you to speak into your children's life. I'm responsible for what we're putting into their head and into their heart. It changed everything. I think as a kid, you just want to feel like you're worth it. And homeschooling says you're worth it. Yeah, you know, Kirk, I have a feeling, and I want you to explain this now, that, that one of the reasons that you made this movie, one of the primary reasons, but, but you'll correct me if I'm wrong, is because of the perceptions that are, that are, erron- are, are erroneous about homeschooling. And I'm going to read you a quick quote that I read from a columnist on MSNBC who said that um, there is racism behind homeschooling and that they um, <laughs> are in opposition and they, they, they want to integrate. Um, they don't. They're in opposition to integration. And, and what she said was they see homeschooling as a way to cut the government out out of educating Christian children and prepare them to take their place in a theocratic government. And, and, and there are all kinds of misperceptions about homeschooling. So why did you make the film? Well, there's so many things wrong with, with what that author said. Um, and, and I hope she comes around and opens her eyes to, to the truth. Um, but, you know, I, we could get into the fact that government has no place in education. The, the National Department of Education uh, is actually something that's, I mean, who am I to say this, right? But just go read the Constitution yourself. It's actually prohibited by the Constitution and the Tenth Amendment. Yeah. So no one's cutting government out of legitimate ed- education. Government has no legitimate place in education, according to the Constitution. Our, our country wasn't founded that way. And uh, the, that system is becoming increasingly hostile toward the, the kinds of faith and values parents want to teach their children. So just real quick, a little, quick little history quote here. Noah Webster, he gave us the Webster's Dictionary, was a founding father. He, uh, he actually taught five generations of American children how to spell with his famous blue-back speller books that sold over 100 million copies and never went out of print. He was the father of American scholarship and education, and he said, the most important thing that children are to be taught is, wait for it, the principles of Christianity. He said it's not only the first principles that should be taught, but the most important principles. Why? Well, because he understood that those are the principles that produce individuals with character, families that flourish, and provide the foundational principles for a free republic like ours. Mm -hmm. So you flourish if you learn those principles as a nation, whether you're a Christian or not. And Benjamin Franklin uh, said the same thing. George Washington said the same thing. Where's the public school system taking those principles? Uh, Right down the toilet. God's out of school. Bible's out of school. Prayer is out of school. Ten Commandments are out of our courthouses. All of this secularization is leading to the destruction uh, and the demise of our free republic, the disintegration of our families, and the moral uh, rotting of our children. Yeah. And so the homeschool awakening is really about parents taking back the leadership role in the, uh, the development of the hearts and minds of our kids. Most natural thing in the world, and they're doing it with joy, and millions are doing it successfully. And, you know, hearts is the key there. Because, you know, that that I think is something that gets to a certain degree ignored or there's a false sense of taking care of the heart sometimes in in public schools. I recently read that there are about three point seven million homeschool students 
in the United States, and that may be growing. So it's roughly 6 to 7% of school-age children, according to the statistic. But here's what happened, the pandemic. And it wake, awakened a lot of parents to, to what was going on in public school. Um, and, and they wanted to, to have more of an influence the more they found out about what was going on in public and private schools. But let me, I, I have a big admission for you, Kirk. My husband yeah. is, is a public school superintendent. We happen to live in a very conservative area. So I sent my children to public school knowing that my husband was watching over them. He's also a principal. It's a small enough district that he can be principal and superintendent. Knowing that he was watching over them. Now, I did a lot of training at home. You know, I I, I worked with them on on their biblical knowledge and and prayer and all kinds of things so that that I had a a moral influence on them and a spiritual influence on, on them and a godly influence on them. But I sent them to public school. What do you think of that? (laughs) <laughs> well, hey, I have an admission, too. My, I, not only do I go to public school, but my dad is a public school teacher. Uh, oh. My grandmother is a public school teacher. and My grandpa is a public school teacher. There are good teachers in that system. There's great superintendents and principals like your husband in the system. The problem is they're not the ones deciding curriculum. The government is, and yeah. the government is working against good parents and teachers and principals and superintendents. And if your public school is still a good one and you're able to do that, that is awesome. But you're the very rare minority, and I don't think it's going to last long because as the government becomes more and more authoritarian in their mandates and in their restrictions, you're going to ultimately have to bow the knee to to leftist woke politics or you won't be there any. You won't be in existence there anymore. Yeah. So this is this is what we're facing. And um, good parents, teachers, and families are looking for hope. They're looking for options. And uh, we can't get these years back with our kids. We've got one shot at parenting if we farm it out to a system that's teaching our kids to uh, to hate our God and our country and get them to question the most fundamental things like whether or not they're a boy or a girl yeah. and choose their own pronouns, we're in trouble. Yeah, there's a, you know, I, and, and I am blessed that um, I had my husband at the helm and that I felt comfortable sending my kids, but I'll tell you what, I had a little guilt watching your movie because I thought, you know, I did train my kids at home and I, and I definitely was educating them up, be, you know, before they went to kindergarten. I, I was, I was, you know, doing Bible studies with them and so on to, to get them immersed in, in, in what I believe is the truth and, and so on. But, yeah. but, but the thing that you express in this movie, and I kind of want, I kind of want you to go off on this is the great privilege that we have as parents to mold the hearts of our children toward compassion and toward hope and toward peace and toward grace and toward love. And, and those are things you can't really teach in, in that, that public school environment very well, and, and especially if you don't have a, a grounding in God. So, so tell me about these parents and, and how they, they sort of found this freedom to be, and be able to, to kind of sh- have, you know, have the liberty to, to, to train their kids up in this way. Well, first of all, listen, I, I, I the, the, I don't think that you should feel guilty about things. Thank you. <laughs> uh, because you love your kids. Your husband loves your kids. And you're putting family first. And everybody has, you know, lives in a different situation. You have different options. And you do the best you can with what you have. And we, we, we learn as we grow, you know. And as we find more light, we want to move toward, toward that light. And today's public school system is different than it was three years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's rapidly, rapidly changing. Yeah. Um, think of how different the world was three years ago before the pandemic hit 
and that has changed so much. And uh, education uh, is where you can see it so clearly. So I would say that the homeschool awakening is not a, a visual diatribe against a public education system. Yeah. Uh, it is a dive into uh, the everyday adventures of American homeschool families who want the very best that they can provide for their kids, who are on mission to put faith, family, and freedom back into learning. And they do it uh, in urban settings, on, uh, in, in, in cities, on farms. Uh, these are families whose kids are learning. You know, they, One kid's got his pilot's license at 14 years old. There's other families whose kids are little entrepreneurs, and they're starting uh, bakery businesses and uh, other types of businesses uh, they're learning how to interact with people across generations and uh, different backgrounds and cultures and races. Uh, it's it's amazing what happens when parents take back the idea that it's ours to choose what kind of curriculum. It's ours to choose processes. We can focus on our kids' strengths and their giftings from God. Uh, we don't have to have a hands-off approach, sort of like, well, we don't know because we don't have a degree. We're not qualified. Yes, you are. You're their mom. You're their dad. There's no one who's more qualified. You've been teaching them since day one, and no one loves them more than you do. So you choose the educational path. For some, it may be public school. For some, it may be private school. And for some, and uh, for the homeschool community, it's increased 60% since uh, 2020. Oh. And so millions of families are successfully finding that not only are they getting away from what they don't like in a bad school system, they're actually discovering the joy of being together as a family and this thing called discipleship, which happens when they rise up, when they walk along the way, when they lay down and they get up again in the morning. And it's like, oh, this is just being a family and learning together with the world as our classroom. Yeah, it kind of feels right. Yeah, it does. And, and, and you know, I, I want to get to some of the, the, the naysaying things. I, I will tell you that as I watched it, I thought, OK, well, this is really a cheerleading film for homeschool and that's OK. And, and you made it clear that there are different races and different classes and, and different backgrounds that, that come into the homeschooling genre. And, and I don't know if that's the right term for that, but I, I, here's what I loved is I thought I think maybe it was your wife that said it in the film. This is doing life and the freedom to do life and learn how to take care of animals or learn how to cook or or learn how to fly a plane or or learn about artwork in other cultures or or learn how to relate in other cultures. I mean, th these people were getting to do and, and they didn't have to be rich to do it. You, you made that clear. And I think a lot of people have that perception. What I loved and what I got so much joy of is like, wow, we constrict ourselves when we follow that, you know, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. thing. And, and we can't do vacations except for two weeks a year. And we can't go you know try other people's lifestyles you know lives on you know in Europe or where you know these families were traveling all over the place they were trying you know different trades and I thought this this is what a fabulous thing it opens up the world to our children and it opens us up to our children in the time we spend with them now let's get to what people say as the negatives of homeschooling you know they're not socialized or the parent isn't sophisticated enough or educated enough to really get them prepared for college what, what about some of those things I'm so glad you brought those up. Uh, so think about socialization. Um, when, uh, again, th this is not a hack against uh, uh, the bad systems. This is a celebration of uh, an option 
that may be awesome for your family. Uh, but with this socialization, um, sending your kids to a godless public education system uh, yeah. so they can be socialized is kind of like trying to teach your kids about nutrition by dropping them off at a candy store. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's not the kind of socialization we want for our kids when they're coming home going, uh, you know, in, in early elementary years, they're being shown sexually explicit material, being taught that they can choose whether or not they want to be a boy or a girl. Uh, and they are, are being indoctrinated to think that our country is horrible, that God doesn't exist, and that mom and dad don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, they've got old-fashioned, outdated values. That's not the kind of socialization you want for your kids. Uh, what I want for my kids is for them to be in community, not just with kids their own age, um, pooling all of the wisdom uh, of all of the other 13-year-olds, uh, which, which is kind of hard to find, but yeah. <laughs> actually benefiting from the wisdom of older kids and older kids teaching younger kids and students learning how to interact with adults and experience the world around them. That's the kind of socialization where they're actually social in the real world, not in this monoculture of 12-year-olds or 16-year-olds, you know, learning how to drink, have sex, and deny the faith that actually leads to their blessing. I want them in a culture that many homeschool communities provide, which is all the stuff I want them to learn. And that results in well-rounded initiative-taking, outside-the-box thinking, uh, knowledge-loving kids who actually do really well in college. And colleges, actually, uh, many of them prefer kids who are homeschooled if their parents are all in with it uh, because of those kinds of qualities. Um, they're not bound and waiting for someone to tell them what to do so they can pass a test on Friday. They're actually curious and pursuing knowledge because they realize that God made the world, uh, I have an important place in it, and we can bring heaven to earth together if we do it God's way. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a it's steam building. Cool. It's a steam building. It, it, you're, 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 again, when you and your wife were having the conversation, it, it, it focuses on critical thinking. It focuses on the, the freedom you have to... to um, Oh, you know, experience a lot of different things. I mean, there was the family that went out to take care of the ducks and, and another family that, that traveled overseas to, to, to study another culture and, and, and to interact with the elderly and to interact with little ones. And, and I thought, my goodness, this is mind expanding. But it also deals with things like compassion and hope and, and love. And I think, right. you know, we're missing out on this in our public schools now. But here's the thing. I get really upset when people, you know, paint with a broad brush and say all public schools are this way because my husband is at the helm of a public school and I think no they're not all like this and there are some really good wonderful teachers my husband actually has a lot of Christian teachers yeah. in his system um, and, and you know I, I know that the, so sec- this, it is. the secular list right now that's listening to us is like what are you talking about we shouldn't you know allow God into the schools and we shouldn't be we should be teaching them that it's okay to be any sex they want to be and we should be teaching them the freedom of, of all of these um, sort of woke uh, philosophies but they just don't agree with us but I but I certainly see the value in what you're up to all right so so tell us so that folks can find you and find the movie what's going on on the 13th and 14th and, and where people can find tickets and, and et cetera, and how they can become part of, you know, what you're trying to do, which is to open people up to, to the beauty of homeschooling. Yeah. Uh, so the homeschool awakening is going to be in movie theaters uh, Monday and Tuesday. That's June 13th and 14th only. 
So those are the only two days that you can see it, and you can only see it in the movie theater. So um, what, what, a great, what a great thing. Uh, go to the movie theater and educate yourself, whether you're familiar with homeschooling uh, or whether you're not, you have questions. It, it, it dives into the how-tos, uh, the ins and outs, uh, and shows you the, the vast diversity of people and methodologies and curriculums and the possibilities for you and your family. Uh, you could just go to uh, my website, KirkCameron.com. There's a link there uh, to uh, the Homeschool Awakening, which asks you for your zip code. And if you type that in, the theaters near you will pop up and you can reserve your tickets there. And I uh, suggest people do that because if you just wait and walk up to the, the movie theater on the day, there likely won't be tickets left. Uh, many of the theaters are already sold out because of the limited uh, number of days and theaters. So. Go to KirkCameron.com and uh, get your tickets now. Awesome. Congrats to you and to your wife and to your six beautiful children. And, and look, this isn't, that is, this isn't a, a fight. This is a more sort of saying, Mom and Dad, we're encouraging you to, to bless your children by being involved in their life to, to a further degree. And we only have one minute left, but did you want to say one more thing, Kirk? I just want to say, would you please thank your husband for me I will. Um, for you. being a, a man of integrity and standing in the gap for the kids and for your family and ultimately for the future of our nation. Uh, we need more people like your husband and like yourself who are committed to these noble causes. And uh, uh, you guys will be in my prayers. Thank you. Now you made me cry. So <laughs> he had to fight to keep his school open for the last couple of years, and he did. So thank you so much, Kirk. Uh, I, God bless you. Thank you, every mom. This is what I do at the end of the show. Thank you. If nobody's thanked you this week, I'm thanking you for committing yourself to your children and raising up that next generation to love God and love others. God bless you guys. Go to channelmom.org and check us out if you need some help. Take care. Thanks for listening. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.